22 minutes after 10 a.m. A very good morning to you and yours. It's so nice seeing this face, man. You know, smelling his cologne. You know, naked, you can smell him from the corner, the entrance of SABC. Naked, I miss you, man. I missed you guys, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. God for long, my friend. <laughs> really, it was only four days. Come on. I felt like four weeks. Oh, uh, it's good to have you back. Great being back. I can't wait. You know, at the ship, they could have just posted you and your partner once game over. Oh, well, Done. Stop. Done. Stop it. Right. Everyone looked great. True that. Yes. But uh, yourself and your partner. Woo! So, Mizi, yep. welcome back. Happy Monday. Thank you. Hey, this one is in a good mood today. I love it. All right. So, the team is back. Let's head on over and find out how Anonymous is feeling. Good morning, Anonymous. How are you? Hi there. Good morning. How are you? Oh, we are fantastic. How are you feeling? Um... <laughs> Mm. I don't know, mm. but down, but confused and stuff, you know. Are oh, you at the perfect place? You called into the perfect number. Anonymous, before we continue and hear everything that is on your chest, respect is the foundation of our conversation. Maintain respectful language, refrain from any swearing or use of profanities. Our responsibility is to protect your identity and your responsibility, Anonymous, is to extend the same courtesy to protect the identity of the people or the person you'll be speaking about. Anonymous, if you're in agreement with these terms, please confirm by stating I agree. However, if you don't agree, we kindly request that you do let us know so that we can proceed to the next Anonymous caller. Do you agree? I agree. All right, we're listening. Yeah, so uh, I met my my wife in 2015 mm-hmm. or so, um, 2014, I think. And uh, from the first day we met, you know, we, we, we clicked and so forth. But then we lost contact for about two years. And um, we met again in 2000, late 2015. Mm-hmm. And... Um, we we hit it off, you know, uh, we dated and so forth. And then after about probably eight or so months, you know, I proposed and um, we got married probably three months after that. Mm. Um, she was pregnant while we were standing at the altar um, with our son. Oh. And um, so, you know, things were great. Um, we had a place that we were going to move into that we were renting or was going to rent. And um, then a mother said, you know, she's been staying with a mother, you know, and the mother's retired. And she said, um, look here, my mother can't stay alone. Um, can't we rather just uh, stay there? You know, and the mother said, you know, yeah, I know you're married, so you've got your own lives and so forth. I won't be interfering and so forth. Mm. Um, at the beginning, it went... It went good, you know. Um, I've got close friends. Um, got about five close friends. We grew up together. And, uh, yeah, I was an outgoing person. But then I, you know, calmed down because of the fact now, you know, I'm married and, and I've got a kid. Yeah. Um, she, she's, got a, she's got a daughter as well. Um, but I started, you know, raising her as my own as well. And... Uh, after some time, you know, my friends would come over. Maybe on a Saturday, we would chill. Uh, like I said, I stopped the outgoing. Um, and then uh, my mother started interfering with friends coming there. And a while, friends couldn't come there anymore. And after that, you know, I can't even go to my friends. Um, I was actually being micromanaged by both. Uh, up until a point where, you know, uh, I would have to ask if I can go. Maybe it's a friend's birthday or so. And uh, then I would come back 
at eight o'clock, nine o'clock, and then they would just lock me out. Say, well, you're not welcome. What are you doing here? It's late. Um, then after a while, you know, um, a company had to close down. Um, but they had a choice. It's either you move to a different province and uh, or uh, get retrenched. Hmm. And um, the company I worked at, you know, I, I love the job that I did. But because I loved her and she had to move, I said to us, "Fine, I will, uh, I will resign, and then we can we can move to a different province." So uh, we moved. Um, we got to a different province. I was out of work, like I said, you know. Um, the mother would come over, move, uh, yeah, come and visit, but then she would still have this thing of, uh, you know, telling me what to do and how to do it. And then at that time, I had to stay quiet because, you know, I, I didn't have a job and so forth. Mm. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, I was put out a few times there as well because of the mother, you know, always having a ear. Um, up until a point where one night I went out and uh, I got wasted. Mm. And I met up with a chick and we, 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 yeah, we... We spent the night and so forth. I came back the next morning and... Mm. Anonymous, yeah. you met up with this yeah. chick, you spent the night doing what? Please try and be as descriptive as possible. Please. We, 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 we had sex. Put it like that. We, okay. uh, we were intimate. Okay. Um, and then uh, the next day I went home. Mm. And uh, yeah, things were still not, you know, uh, all right at home. Mm. Um, I got there and my stuff was in packs. I don't know why. They're the ones that put me out. And God steered it so that the job that I did in George, uh, the place that I stayed in, at, um, the CEO called me and asked me why I resigned and I explained. And then the CEO said I must go to this certain store, you know, this certain place and tell them that the position there is filled by me. Mm. Um, I went there, I told them, look here, the CEO called, did you get an email, blah, blah, blah. They said yes, and then I got appointed. Um, I worked, started working again. Then I had to move to a different um, house, a bigger place, because mm. the place that we moved to was quite small. We got there, and then things just started spiraling out of control. She started drinking because she didn't drink when we met. I'm the only one that drank. Mm. Um, drinking and drinking up to a point where when she gets drunk, you know, she would just go off on me for nothing. Just literally nothing. She would start an argument with me to a point where I would go out, sit in the car, calm down because we've got a son and he's young. Um, and I grew up with a father that drank and he used to, when he comes from the Tevin, you know, abuse my mother, you know, hit her, my mother had to hide me and my sister. So I, I grew up with that. Um, I still have that some kind of anxiety when it comes to um, drunk people who's, you know, um, I'm rude and so forth. Um, so I, 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 I don't want my son to be raised like that, you know. Mm. Um, there was uh, the last incident, you know, yeah. So one of our clients, um, the lady that I, that I met, um, we, we, I used to talk to her about everything. Anonymous, Anonymous I'm going to yes. stop you by. You have a client you used to talk to her every day. I'm going to stop you there. I'm going to do the yeah. news headlines now. We'll come back, okay? Please don't drop the line. No problem. Thank you, sir.
All right, we've got Anonymous on the line, just gone 1031. Welcome to Ask a Man if you're joining us right now. A bit of a summary before we continue with Anonymous. Anonymous says the relationship was fine, but his wife's mom and his wife started restricting him from going out and also didn't allow for his friends to come over. Now, his wife had to move to another province because of work, and Anonymous ended up resigning from his job so he could be uh, with his wife. Now, Anonymous also says that things got worse once they moved and his wife and mother-in-law would leave him out after, you know, he came back from Groove, whatever the case may have been. Anonymous feels like the situation eventually led to him cheating on his wife while out at a party. Now, Anonymous says his partner is now drinking and they often get into fights and arguments, etc. But Anonymous was at a point where you were explaining that you had a, you have a female colleague, you got very comfortable with this person. Continue from there, sir, please. Yeah, so... I, I I would talk to her, you know, about what's happening in my life. Yeah. Um, she also went through something like that, so she could, uh, you know, she, she understood. Um, it also, you know, it went to a point where one night I was so, I was put out again. Uh, I went to my car to calm down, went back, and then the doors was closed. Um, I had to go to the police to ask them to assist me to open the door for her to open the door because there was stuff of mine that was inside that I used for, for my job mm. um, and I had to work the next day. So the police had to go open up and then the policeman actually asked the ma'am, are you drunk? Mm. And uh, she said, no. And the policeman said, but I can see you drunk. And then she, I don't know what she said to him and then he asked her to move out of the way so I can get my stuff. When we went outside, the policeman said to me, you know what, I can see she's drunk and I can see um, her attitude and so forth. But then I went to, to the to this uh, colleague or client that I have and I just sat there with her and I, I cried, literally cried for probably about 30 minutes. And she was just there listening to me, you know. Mm-hmm. And it was at that point that I realized I'm, I'm, I'm not in love with my wife anymore. Um, she drained that out of me. Um, it was to a point where I actually had to go and book myself into a hospital um, because I snapped at work. Um, my work is demanding, you know, mm. but it was more things that was happening at home that just made me snap. I, I was diagnosed there with um, um, what you call it, a um, few things. <laughs> Um, depression was one of them, mm-hmm. um, and uh, major anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, I also have what you call a, a lung tumor and so forth. But now, she also has a, a tumor. I don't want to go into deep details because most people know us and they would know who, 100%. who we are. Anonymous, I'm going to so, stop you right there because we don't want to get into too much detail like you're saying. What is advice yeah. that you need after everything that you've shared with us? So, me and this colleague, you know, I just decided, I, 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 I realized that I'm actually, you know, falling and having feelings for her because... Your colleague... Yeah, because she, she, she knows me, she understands me, she doesn't drink, she doesn't smoke, she doesn't party. Um, and um, But now I, I, I went and filed for a divorce because I couldn't take this anymore. And I also did it for my son because I couldn't let him see what's happening. Mm. I don't want him to feel like it is okay to be abused, whether it is verbally, whether it is in any other way. I don't want him to think it's okay to be abused. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I filed for filed for divorce and so forth. It should be over now soon. My question is, if you guys think that I made the right decision, uh, you know, in, in regards to the divorce, and also I would like to fight for custody, but I also don't know if it's the right thing to put my son through that also. So, yeah, that's, that's, that's basically it. Okay. Quick one, Anonymous, just a quick question on my end. Did your wife find out that you cheated on her when your bags were packed, etc.? No, no, she didn't. So she was just fed up with you? I think she's fed up with herself, sure. but she's taking it out on me. Sure. Okay. Mm. Let's start. Mm. Yo, it's a lot, Anonymous. Um... It's, yeah, it's, it, is, it is a lot. So, like, there's, there's a, a few things that I'm picking up. And when you ask if it is, it's the right decision for you to file for divorce and fighting for the custody of the child and blah, 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 blah. I think you should write a list and write a, I would call it a running order. You know, when when you have a a a program for a show or a reception or a funeral, whatever it is, a program, you understand, anonymous? Yes. It goes in order. There's an opening prayer. There's first speech from a family, first second speech from a friend, blah 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 blah, blah up until cutting the cake and toasting. It. Okay. And if if any of those things are mixed, if we start with toasting and then do the opening prayer in the middle and blah, blah, it, it gets confusing and diluted and something doesn't feel right. So I feel that you are confusing your program. You You are numbing your pain by doing other things that should can be done later you know um the cheating part uh, i won't even talk about but now you falling in love or thinking that you are falling in love with someone else based on they have something that you don't have at home that could be dangerous because it could be a rebound it, it could be because you want to numb this pain so bad that whatever that feels good feels feels right. Um, and sometimes um, a, a side dish, whether it's a guy or it's a girl, they know your situation because at some point I'm sure you've told them about what you're going through, right? They did. They're going through a similar situation. Yeah, you understand? Mm-hmm. So... As a side, myself, and I'm attracted to you, I will be your therapist. I will be your comfort zone. I will be everything that you don't have at home. And I will, I will make sure that I fill in those gaps that you don't have at home so that I can have you and so that I can make you believe that we are meant to be together. But chances are you, we could be meant to be together, but the timing is wrong. So my suggestion would be if you guys were meant to be together with your colleague, take a pause. 
briga pova. Stop. Stop. Don't communicate. Don't every, don't do anything. If you believe which this is meant to be, and she believes the same way, clean up your dirt, your mess, your everything. Make sure everything is clean, and you start on a clean slate. But because now you are not starting on a clean slate, you are not even starting on a whiteboard. You are starting. You are writing notes on a board that has notes already. Hmm. And you're not even writing the answers and the corrections on that board. You are writing your own notes over another. It's like writing history over, over biology notes. Mm. And you expect to get a subject there. There's no subject. There's confusion. So my suggestion to you is finish and clean everything before. Make sure that your child is well taken care of. Make sure that the divorce is as neat, as clean as possible, which might not happen, but make sure that you are fully legally divorced and that you, you have a shared custody because she also deserves to be a mother and the child deserves to be to have a mother. Don't fight for full custody and stuff like that. Ne? You see, I, I, I hear what you're saying, uh, Samizi. Um, me and this person, we've 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 known each other for about three years. The, the colleague, so it's it's not that I've 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 I've, I've cheated on my wife uh, with her or whatever. Um, this started about three months ago, and I I moved out. Okay, um, anonymous. So, sorry, sorry, my brother. Yes. So, so you and your colleague have been seeing each other for three years. Not seeing each other. We've known each other for three years. And you haven't done anything? But we never done. No. Okay, No, cool. we haven't done anything. So, that's fine. Um, that's fine. I hear you. It's but just you... about now three months ago. I moved out um, away from, from my wife about about seven months ago. Yes, but so. you're, not, you're not legally divorced, right? I will be now in the next... Anonymous. I said it's Anon almost done. Anonymous. It's almost finalized. Anonymous, you know, you know what I'm picking up from you as well? You, yeah. th there's a sense of defensiveness sometimes and a sense of answering to, to defend. Um, for instance, I said to you, are you legally divorced now? The answer is to say, no, I'm not. Instead, you're saying, I will be. You are, there's something that you're protecting. And also, when Naked said, not Naked, Kusa said to you, um, uh, she, was she fed up with you? You said, no, she's fed up with herself. There's a part of you that doesn't want to take accountability for the role that you played as well. And you do, you'll never heal and you'll never fix things because it takes two to tangle, no matter how much the amount. It cannot be 100% her fault to a certain extent. I get what you're saying. Um, you know, it is not easy being married to a narcissist, mm. firstly. Mm. It drains you. And it takes a lot out of you because you constantly have to be on a defensive mode mm. because of the fact that the person is is a narcissist. I hear you. So being with a narcissist, you will always have to be on the back foot. You always have to be mm. guarded or prepared for anything because you're always accused of something. So what you're saying, mm. it's actually describing her because mm. she never takes uh, accountability for anything. Mm -hmm. Not for drinking, not for swearing in front of our son, mm -hmm. not for throwing my clothes out in, in bags in front of our community that they could actually see. Mm -hmm. She takes no accountability. I've never heard I'm sorry once from her. Not once I'm sorry. I'm sorry for strangling you to a point where I had to take her hands off my throat 
and just walk out of the door. Hmm. I've never heard a sorry, nothing. So when I say to you, I, I, I said to you, I've fallen out of, I, I'm not in love with my wife anymore. Mm. But I love her for the fact that she gave me a son. That will never change. I respect her for the fact that she gave me a son. But I'm not in love with the person anymore because I lost that person when we moved. And then when we moved to a different province, I received a different wife. I don't know this person. Yeah. Good morning, Anonymous. Morning. You know, the craziest thing is this past weekend, I was in, uh, invited to speak at the first annual Substance Abuse and Female Violence Against Men program. And it happened here in Gauteng. Mm. And it was brought to you by the Gauteng province, the Gauteng Liquor Board, and the uh, Gauteng Department of Social Development. Mm. Now, should I read that again? It was the Substance Abuse and Female Violence Against Men mm. seminar. And hearing you speak today, it's as if you were there on Saturday sharing your story. And this is not just stories where um, men were talking about the abuse that they received at the hands of their wives, but it was also women sharing stories about how they had abused their men too. And the reason why I bring this up, Anonymous, is because you brought up, you spoke a lot about alcohol in the beginning and alcohol abuse. And... I think when you spoke about your wife, you blamed everything on uh, drinking. When she was drinking, this would happen. When she was drinking, that would happen. Now, Anonymous, do you drink? Yes, I do. And you don't regard yourself you, as a person that abuses alcohol? No, most definitely not. So even when you would leave the house and remember there's certain agreements that married couples have like I will leave but I will be, be back by 8. And it's not like anybody is trying to maybe control your life but it's agreements and it's safety issues knowing you're out drinking it's a safety issue. I'm sure you know you had the same rules for her as well that okay babe if you're going out drinking please be back before this time because we all know that things do, are not safe after kind of things and you sure couples always have certain agreements you also yes. mentioned certain things that later on you became diagnosed with um a social worker spoke at the event and they actually mentioned that even things like anxiety and etc etc could be things that um you know we get because of alcohol abuse so now when you married your wife, did you know that she was an alcoholic? Number one. Number two, when did the alcohol abuse start? Number three, this is the mother of your kids. When did you attempt to help her with her alcohol abuse? Or was it just a matter of, you know what, there's a colleague that I've been seeing at work for three years. I've always wanted her. Now, this gives me a lot of excuse to leave this person back home. Because anonymous, no matter what happens, the mother of your child will still be an alcoholic. Even if you are out the house, if she's an alcoholic, remember she's raising two kids, right? 
do you care what yeah. happens to these kids yes or no because trust me yeah. if i had a baby with somebody and uh like leaving your baby with her if it's grounds for you taking a custody of the kid if she's an alcoholic and she's not you know she cannot be a great mother so there are certain red flags that i also see from your side as in mm, i'm running towards this relationship but i really don't care what happens i don't care how my child is brought up i'm willing to leave my child with this alcoholic the, this mother of an alcoholic while i start a relationship somewhere else you get what i mean so anonymous at a certain point you need to say okay i left the relationship to help myself but how do i help the mother of my child to fight uh, this monster this evil which is alcoholism so i like the fact that usomizi earlier on said you you jumping a lot of steps just so that you could you could be doing things with your colleague so at a certain point the your human side your father side and this is a woman you once loved and you do not blame everything on her but you blame it on her alcohol abuse so at a certain point a human yes we understand you saying you don't love her anymore but i'm sure you love your child and i'm sure you hope that your child is well taken care of when you are not around and when your child is with this alcoholic mother so you have a lot of i think you have a lot of decisions to make and today i have to concur with my esteemed colleague somizi when he says you know the thing with your colleague maybe needs to take a break for now you've got a kid who is with an alcoholic mother each and every day but when you want to tell us about umjolo you get I what i mean so my brother just have your pri priorities uh -huh straight we understand where your heart is we understand you've given up but the child is still there and the mom still needs to be a child a, a, a mother if you need to help her with certain things like alcoholism or whatever she's going through that needs to happen because we don't want the the mother to lose the child if i if i could just answer because you, you gave me three points yeah continue. so the one to answer the one when i met her she did not drink mm -hmm. at all and you loved um, her yes okay yes mm. um all the things that the wife should do she did okay you know? in the last two years and this is probably gonna sound like something small but in the last two years i cannot remember the last time she even just made me scuffing in the morning i can't even remember the last time she ironed the shirt for me small little things um to and now she started drinking and i and i heard everything that you said mm. i went and i got a, a pastor no sorry she got the pastor to come to our house and i got there the pastor and i know the pastor. oh a pastor she got a pastor to come to the house yes okay so she poured out her heart there and i was quiet i, I let her talk and after a while the pastor asked me this is something i want to say and i said you heard what she said um nothing that she said makes sense since so, and i pointed i took the past i said i want to show you something in the in the in the in the kitchen mm. 
And I saw the past, all the empty beer bottles that's failing me. Hmm. And I said, do you see all of this failing you? This was not even, this wasn't trained by me. I said, this is the reason why you here. Not all the stuff that she mentioned here, because she's not talking about the album. But she, she was talking about everything that has nothing to do with our marriage being the state that it was. Okay. And then the pastor wanted to help Anonymous, her. Hold on, her. hold on. She corrected the pastor. Anonymous. But we all know that, you know, pastors help with prayer and getting you spiritually strong. But can, she needs I, help. To, she needs it? help with other spirits here. I, the... I, I hear you. Can I quickly just finish? Okay. So after the pastor, I said, let's go for counseling. Okay? Mm. She didn't want to go. I went myself to counseling without her. You, Every time I would ask a counselor. Anonymous. Anonymous. You were forcing an addict to go for counseling. You you, you painted her as an alcohol. alcoholic. Like, she's addicted to alcohol. So at a certain point, you also need to realize she's not thinking straight. And an addict, my brother, will not agree to go for relationship counseling. Those are two different things. Yes, you do need relationship counseling. But she's an addict. But that's what he's trying to say, can that I, that's his I, way of trying to help I, her. Yeah, but how do... Kuzo, I don't I, think you are listening as well. You are forcing... Can, and can, I, I don't think you... I don't think you understand. Just let me finish. So after, after the counseling, mm. I went to a psychiatrist. Because also I needed to fix my mental state. And I thought to myself, if she can come with me, even just to a psychiatrist. Mm. And let's have a discussion. And then she can... Uh, stay there because I wanted to trick her even just to go there and then I would go out and say okay no I need to go to work something came up now so that she can sit with the counselor and have a discussion because I told the counselor what's going on and then the counselor said okay if you can just get her here so that I can get her to open up about what's going on deep down that you can't open up with or she can't open up with you uh, about so I tried to take that route as well but I ended up being there alone and I ended up that the counselor actually had to book me into a hospital for seeing the state that I'm in, in my state of mind. Okay. So I tried. Anonymous, I hear you. I hear you. We hear you. I'm unfortunately going to have to leave it here because of time. If anything, please can you continue listening through the radio for more advice that will come through from the gentleman in studio as well as South Africa. Are you okay with that? No problem. Thank you very much, Anonymous. So, Mizi, happiness, happiness, naked happiness. Give us a call right now, 086-2160. Send through your voice notes on 060-552-7303. It's great, big world. Say something. Three minutes for you and I to find out what you would like to say to Anonymous. Taking your calls right now, Anonymous, on line two. Good morning. Lost Anonymous on line two, heading over to line four. Anonymous, good morning. Anonymous two, good morning. Morning, Kutz Kutz, how are you? Good, thanks to you. I'm okay, my first time on radio. Welcome, welcome. Talk to us, what advice do you have? I'd like to agree with Somizi on this one. Mm. Uh, thank you, Somizi, for that advice and also Quentin. Mm-hmm. But I think there's more mm-hmm. to the story than what Anonymous is telling us. Mm-hmm. Like, um, 
what could have triggered the wife to be an alcoholic? Because he said the wife was not drinking in the first place, you understand? Mm-hmm. So I think there's more to this story. But my advice to Anumas uh, is to do some easy. He needs to break down on the relationship with the colleague. Mm -hmm. He needs to fix his stuff. We cannot move from one relationship to the other. Mm. And you will have to get help for the wife as well, for, for, for I think, for the safety of the child as well. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you very much, Anonymous. We appreciate your call and advice, your voice note. Good morning, guys. Morning. This is Tembi. Hi, Tembi. Uh, Anonymous, it sounds like you've never ordered your marriage in full. Because every time there was an issue, you went out to sleep with the girl you picked up at the party. Every time there's an issue, you go and confide in your colleague. So you've never put your 100% energy in that marriage. That is why it is so easy for you to say, I'm walking out, ah, yes, I'll get a divorce and so forth and so forth and um, so custard. So my advice is take some easy and naked advice and do what is right. Hold on to that new relationship and do right by your kid. Mm. Thanks, bye. Thank you very much for your voice note. Unati on X says, people really are ignorant to the energies they invite into their marriages when they go out and cheat. It sounds like things spiraled out of control after he cheated on his wife. He must also do an introspection and not reward wrong for wrong. Last one here from Angie saying, I feel like the guy is just a narcissist. God, there's three sides to every story. His, hers, and the truth. Hashtag ask a man. Amen. Amen. Amen to that. I think... Yeah, it's, this is one argument where I would wish we had two sides of the story. True. Yeah, because there's something that's not adding up. But um, at the end of the day, Anonymous must also be able to say, what role did I play to get myself here? And that's the way, that, in that way, you move forward and you heal better. I'm just happy that men are finally starting to talk, mm-hmm. especially opening up about when they feel that they are being abused. So don't forget, uh, this past weekend was the first annual substance abuse and female violence against men seminar. This was just here in Gauteng, and I hope this initiative gets spread out all over the country so that men can open up and talk. Wow. Thank you very much, Naked, for sharing that as well. Um, hope it was a great conversation, insightful one. Thank you for bringing it on to Ask a Man today. Uh, there'll always be relatability to that. So, Mizi, thank you very much. Of course, Ask a Man, back again tomorrow. It's 11.